Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Pride of Detroit podcast is brought to you by Righteous Felon Craft Jerky. It's the jerky that fuels your Detroit Lions. That's right. Righteous Felon Jerky and Meat Sticks are available to Lions players at the training facilities at Allen Park. Each two-ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein, and each stick has 8 grams of protein. Trust me, if it's good enough for the Lions, it's going to be good enough for you, too. Righteous Felon is based in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and they use locally sourced all-natural Black Angus beef, and they pride themselves on superior quality, revolutionary branding, and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offerings. Go to RighteousFelon.com and use the promo code POD15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. That's promo code POD15 at RighteousFelon.com. Reset the clock. We were just doing this the other day. We were at a split DEFCON 2 and 3 on Ben Johnson. This is the emergency podcast. It's been a minute, Jeremy, since we did an emergency podcast. Yeah, and most of the time it feels like emergency podcasts aren't a good thing, but this one is a a very, very This is a celebration. I almost put on the luchador mask for this one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I'm Chris Perfett, the adequate host at Chris Perfett on Twitter. That's Jeremy Reisman, the fearless leader at Detroit Online. And we're coming to you. This is basically an update from our POD cast from Monday, where uh, we have we were settling in, Jeremy, for a whole off season of just pinging the emergency lights on is Ben Johnson leaving or not. And instead, on Tuesday, boy, we got that answer very quickly. We got um, from Tom Pelissero, NFL insider, Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson informed interested teams he is staying in Detroit for 2023. Oh, man. Uh, Johnson was slated to travel Wednesday to interview with the Panthers, but he feels Detroit is building something special and wants to see it through. Jeremy, the Lions convinced him to stick around. Dan Campbell convinced him to stick around for 2023 or Ben Johnson decided to stick around. We've got some theories on all that we'll get to. But I think the big thing, like he didn't even take the trip to Charlotte. Yeah, he didn't take the trip to Charlotte. He's staying here in Detroit. It is a huge coup, objectively a huge coup and a win for Detroit in an offseason that I don't I didn't see it coming at all. Like we we were looking at the Vegas odds. He was odds on favor for multiple, multiple yeah. jobs. He's a hot he's name. Such a hot, he's incredibly hot. It's a uh, hmm. it's crazy because, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Like, I, you know, I was I was the one kind of like. I, I was the the town crier saying like you guys need to be more worried about losing Ben Johnson than than everyone seemed to be, and 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 for good reason like he he was a hot commodity I think he was a very serious contender for that Panthers job, and the one thing that I that I said the entire process that a lot of us said is the one unknown factor about this was Ben Johnson, 
We didn't know what was going through head. We don't, we, we didn't know how serious he was about getting a head coaching job this year. We didn't know how much he felt like there was unfinished business here. We didn't know if he was going to be the patient type or the jump at the first opportunity type. And I think we got our answer tonight, Chris. I, I, I know we have had our arguments back and forth about this, but first blush off the top, it's a huge win to the idea of Dan Campbell culture. Yeah. Like this, this feels like, I mean, I don't know if that's a, a statement he's had prepared and everyone would say that if they're coming back, they want to see through what they're building is special, but I can, I cannot recall a time, Jeremy, where like we, we've talked about Terrell Austin in the past, but nobody was de- as desired and as close I feel to a head coaching job as Ben Johnson. Yeah. And for this, uh, them to say, and we've talked about the pitfalls he could go to. But him to say, no, thank you. I'm sticking in Detroit. I want to keep working with this offensive line, with Jared Goff, with Amon Ross St. Brown, with these receivers, because, I mean, damn, if they weren't close to the playoffs last year, that's that is yeah. the, I, I that's that that's some brand new Lions stuff right there. Yeah. And and listen, like this is this is a career risk for Ben Johnson. Like mm-hmm. we just saw Byron Leftwich last year. He was the hot name. He was the guy that was getting all these head coaching interviews. What happened to him today? He got fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, your, your iron is not always going to be hot. And so for Ben Johnson to make that career risk to stay here in Detroit because there's unfinished business, because he think he believes in what the lines are leading. He's betting on himself. Yes. But he's also betting on the lines. He's betting on the fact that, that, what he sees developing here in Detroit is something that he wants to be a part of. And, and maybe not long-term. I mean, chances are good. We're, we're going to be right back here next, oh, next no. year, wringing our fingers and, 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 and all that. But at the same time, like you got one more year of this and, and we all, we're all expecting a, a division title run next year. And now there's, there's no, I mean, there's no reason to believe because here's the thing, like, you, you guys know me like I'm I'm the guy that, that goes to worst case scenarios. And so like all these things are running through my head. What if, what if Jared Goff isn't Jared Goff w- without Ben Johnson? What what if the offense falls apart? What if the, the lines don't draft a quarterback and, and they lose Ben Johnson and, and all of this and and all of a sudden you're in 2023 and everything is, is collapsing? I don't have to worry about any of that now. There's no reason to believe this Detroit Lions team won't get better now because the one thing they were in danger of losing is coming back. Yeah, and I I agreed with you on some of that stuff in in the regard that I also believe that it would have been a great test of Dan Campbell's ability to find someone to replace Ben Johnson, because I think we give a huge amount of credit to Ben Johnson. And I think that, you know, we'll have to test Dan Campbell in another year, I guess, uh, on on his ability to because he's not from a coordinator background himself. And that is a risk when I mean, I like that he is a. A, a locker room first coach, but it is a risk when you're not from that background that when you lose your coordinators, it hurts you. And we just talked about in the last podcast, how quickly some of these coordinators were turning over at other places. Like the Rams are not the same team now that Kevin O'Connell's gone, for instance, like it's, it's a very different team. Part of that was their roster also fell apart, but that offense does not look like the old offenses of old, even with Sean McVay, supposedly being the offensive genius there. Like, Teams are losing coordinators faster and faster, and it's creating more instability in teams. And for a team like the Lions, who aren't even at the doorstep like like, like the Rams were, getting a Super Bowl like the Rams were, but are just getting off the canvas in year two of a rebuild to be losing their offensive coordinator, 
would have been a serious blow, no sure. matter how how you slice it. And to bring him back like this, yeah, I, I do believe he thinks maybe this is something special. And like, as you said, like maybe he doesn't, that, that screw can come loose at any point, but it, it kicks the can down the road on a lot of questions the Lions have to answer. And they can trust what they have in-house right now. It can tr- like it everything can be trusted to to continue the blueprint they built last year. And and now they have an extra year to prepare for everything, right? Like now if if they if now now they know Ben Johnson's a hot commodity, not not that they probably didn't know at the end of last year, but now they have a full year to like, okay, let's start building a succession plan. Let's start getting other guys ready. Let's you know, if Tanner Ingstrom is maybe the guy, let's get him a little bit more involved this year and make sure he's got some, you know, more input. Um, he's in, in more meetings, things like that. Um, they, they have all the time in the world now, a yeah. full year to prepare for that sort of stuff, because I, I don't expect this offense to slow down. And I, I don't think anyone on in that locker room expects the offense to slow down. It's only going to get better with JMO back. And I, I mean, I don't know. You don't I, even my, have the my, questions. My mind about, is running. Yeah. You don't even have the questions about is Jared Goff just improved because of Ben Johnson. He'll have another year to keep working with Ben Johnson. Keep, in internalizing a lot of what Ben Johnson and him are able to work on. So maybe if someday Ben Johnson does take a job, he's still got a lot of that training under his, under his hood as well. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's good to have guys around. It builds cohesion. Right. It builds yes. culture. It builds continuity. And that was always the risk of Ben Johnson leaving. I think this is nothing more than an absolute win for the Detroit lions yeah. getting Ben Johnson back. Now, granted, as you said, Maybe that star dims, but we can't know that right now. Right. All we can look at is what just we saw in front of our eyes, the the market that was there for Ben Johnson, which was scorching hot, and his decision decision saying, no, thank you. I'm not even going to take the Charlotte, the interview in Charlotte. Yeah, and I, I think it, it's worth reiterating what you just said there. This they're gonna be entering year two under Ben Johnson. I mean, how often do we say like it takes it takes at least a year for a system to set in? Mm-hmm. Now, now you're hitting the ground running. Now you don't have to start over. Now you're hitting the ground running and, and you could build on what was the fifth best offense in the league. Can can you imagine the build on top of that? And like I said, you're not really losing any pieces. You might lose Jamal Williams, but I imagine they're going to fight like hell to get him. Back. He wants to come back too. Sure. You're, yeah. Right. You're, you're, you're getting Amon Ra in year three. You're getting JMO in year two, which is really year 1.2 essentially. And your offensive line is coming back. You'll you'll figure out what you want to do at right guard. Hopefully, something better than this year. And your tight ends are going to get better and older. And and <laughs> I, I mean, like the sky's the limit right now for the offense. The final piece really is in place. Whether they bring back DJ Chark or whether they bring back Jamal Williams, I'm not even that concerned about either. I'd love to see both those guys, but I'm fully confident that whoever takes those guys as place are going to excel in but- this system because now we're in year two. Maybe now there's tape on Ben Johnson, but I'm not worried about that because he's he always seems to be one step ahead of the defense. Anyways, he has I'm, he has I'm creativity. Thrilled. He has so much creativity. I you are drinking the Kool Aid so hard right now. I do wonder what they offered him to stick. Well, around. Yeah, we have I, to talk about the timing or a little. We, bit, we have right? to talk about the timing. timing and you had a great you had a great point before this too, in particular where particularly where the Panthers were involved because I always thought they were the leading. Yeah. The leaders of the pack, it's Tepper, that a, a young coach like that appeals to their owner Tepper so much. But you you had a particular theory about that, and I I have some ideas to back off of it. But please share it, share it with the class. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, this is this is Benjamin Albright, uh, the Broncos insiders, kind of theory on this, um, because obviously uh, Sean Payton is out there waiting, and um, we know Dan Campbell knows Sean Payton well, and so 
his his leading theory, and this is a complete theory, it's complete speculation. He's like, well, if Sean Payton had decided on a team, Dan Campbell would be one of the first to know about it. And so Ben Johnson would also probably know pretty quickly. So his his theory is maybe, maybe the Panthers are leaning Sean Payton and, and Ben Johnson was like, I'm out. But I think but the but to me, I pull back on that theory because I also think Ben Johnson was a serious candidate for other jobs. And so this to me was more like I did my couple. I don't know. It, it's it is weird to me that it happened literally the night before his interview. Sure, that to and, me is weird. Yeah, and I think that um, in the case of the Panthers, the point I wanted to do is that again for any team who wants Sean Payton as their coach, they have to trade assets because yeah. he's still with the Saints under his contract. So it has to be like that jo- that situation way back in the day where Tampa Bay got a first rounder to trade right. John Gruden. Right. So like. But Carolina, obviously, I think of the candidates have the most assets, even though I think like I Den- Denver seems like the one that everyone really wants to peg him to. But Denver can't I don't think Denver has the assets to trade to the Saints, especially if it's a bidding war with someone like Carolina. Right. So I think there are some legs to that. But yes, to your point, like it wasn't just them. Like he was on that long short list of coaches for the, for the uh, Indianapolis Colts job as well, which also includes defense lines, defense coordinator, Aaron Glenn. We haven't heard anything about that yet. True. And rest assured he's getting plenty of other, he got plenty of other play in other places too. So for the lions to beat that crowded of a market is just I, I I wonder and so that's that's why I wonder what they offered him. Maybe he's gonna get a big fat bonus or something. I don't know. It's hard it's hard to know, right? Because Dan Campbell's, you know, he's said all year, like, I'm not gonna stand in his way, right? I if mm-hmm. he's getting opportunities, I want to do whatever I can to to help him. That's always and been so, his MO with his coaches, right? Right. And so it would be a little bit out of character for him to like, and I was joking about this before we went live, like show up at the airport before Ben Johnson leaves and and have an oversized check. Make it make him an offer, him. make him an offer he can't refuse. Right. right. <laughs> I don't I, I don't think that's what happened necessarily here, but at the same time, I I, th- I think he certainly made him let him know that he felt very much appreciated here and and I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe he got nerves. Maybe it was, you know, he, he's he's holding the plane ticket in his hand and is like, do he I really want to do this? Grass is grass is always greener. You, you know, it's the place that it's the dance with the one who brought you here and everything. Maybe he just felt comfortable at home at the end of the maybe. day. And I, you know what? I I love for that to be the case because it would say a lot about the culture here. It would say a lot about uh, how he believes in the future and how he believes in betting on himself and the Lions. And 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 listen, he put out that you know or the. Pelissero put out that that tweet, and again that 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 does feel a little bit like some PR work at, at hand. But maybe it's maybe he's being legit. Um, th- this coaching staff doesn't BS us very often, and so um, I I think I think for now I'll I will just close my eyes and 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 put my cynical self to bed for a second here and just be like. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 
360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. He loves it here. He, he wants us. He wants us, Chris. Like this plus the him. players wanting to come back. It's like I I keep telling people and I keep getting accused sometimes of the Kool-Aid, but I, I genuinely want people to sit down and tell me when was the last time you remember the Detroit Lions hearing from players, good players who could earn money somewhere else saying, I want to come back. When was the last time you had a coordinator hire as hot as Ben Johnson? Terrell Austin doesn't count. I I I, I understand he was probably the closest, but I don't think that same interest was there for a lot of teams. And I yeah. think Terrell Austin himself has said he was kind of used for Rooney rule reasons in right. a lot of cases. But to have a coordinator like Ben Johnson say, I want to stay in Detroit, uh, Ryan, who couldn't make the podcast, said Detroit's a destination. And it's hard to not agree with that. What I what I do know at the very least is I'm saving the DEFCON imaging I just made for Ben Johnson for next year, because <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back here again at some point, especially if he can if he puts on a sequel to his performance that he showed with his offense in 2022. Yeah, it's just it's hard not to get the warm and fuzzies when he's coming back and says he wants to be part of something special when just like literally every free agent that the Lions are going to have in 2023 has gone publicly either to the media or on social media. It was Isaiah Bugs last night. He was like, let's run it back, Detroit. Everyone wants to be back. And Chris, I you, you ask when the last time something like this has happened. I think the answer is never. I, I, I legitimately think the answer is never. I've never seen this amount of, of players and coaches and fans all want to run it back in 2023 and and damn it Chris we're 8 months away from football and I can't wait. I just watched I watched I just watched Ban, ben, Dan excuse me Dan Campbell languidly talking about kickers on the, on the Manning cast. <laughs> and even on there even with Mayer's performance on Monday night football just like I don't know man. He was a little languid but at the same time like it I, it's hard not to get sucked up in the excitement. And I think I know the cynicism tends to win sometimes, but it's again, like we you're looking at uncharted ground for this franchise. You're looking at uncharted ground. Maybe that balloon pops at some point, but in the moment right now, we have to keep saying we've never seen anything like it in covering the Detroit lions for, I mean, it's been eight years for me. What has it been for you? Probably a little longer than that. Like, too long i don't i don't yeah. want to think about it like it's it, yeah go on i was just gonna say the, the one thing that i feel like anytime a new hire and a new regime change happens we like to convince ourselves of, of what we, we say the same thing every time we say this feels different mm-hmm. this feels different and and i think some of that is trying to convince ourselves i don't think we need to say this feels different anymore i think we can just say this is different this is the standard this is different. Yeah, this, this is the standard. This is the, the brand new lines. Whatever you want to say, this is different. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm so freaking th- thrilled, man. The one last thing I do want to say is because uh, Dane Brugler really got my uh, druthers up today by, by <laughs> mocking um, uh, my favorite boy, Anthony Richardson, to the Detroit Lions. But I, I think 
I don't know. I have these conversations with some LA people who do not remember Jared Goff well at all. And I can't blame them for how 2020 ended, but it it does as we enter draft season does continue to move quarterback way farther back to the back burner, yeah. considering the work he's done with Jared Goff. And much like with Dan Campbell, the question is, what does a Dan Campbell offense look like without Ben Johnson? We know, don't have to answer that in 2023. We also don't have to answer in 2023. What does Jared Goff look like without Ben Johnson? So yeah. I, I understand the coordinator is important, but we don't even have to worry about that 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 uh, conversation here. We don't. Next uh, next offseason. No more anxiety. All offseason. Have we covered everything on this I one? I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. Well, we'll close it up here. We've got a mailbag coming for you guys, too. And I'm sure you're going to get plenty of questions about this with Eric and uh, a lot more coming on down the pike here because uh, off season we resolved the biggest domino here. So I'm curious what's going to hit hit us next. I, I either either way, Chris, I'm dare I say I'm excited for the off season. I I would I'm going to have to call um I'm going to have to get your pulse checked for that a little bit. I'm not seeing that out of you before. I did see Jeremy talking about offseason Jeremy like he was the Joker earlier. So it was uh, that it was that built up anxiety from Ben Johnson, and now that, that has been released, I'm I'm free. I'm free, Chris. I'm finally free. That means we're gonna have a hell of a lot of fun here, which means you should be subscribed to the Pride of Detroit POD cast. For myself, you can find me on Twitter at Chris Perfett. Jeremy is at Detroit Online. We'll see you star side. 